Hi. <laughs> Hello. You are watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That young man out there is Jim Johnston in Youngstown, Ohio. Jim, your neck is showing. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, <geez>. yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we are very fortunate because we are going to taste and dissect. This is a classic legacy tequila, Corralejo. We've never had Corralejo on, on Sipping Off the Cuff in all the years that we've that we've been doing the show. Um, I will say that it, it's been a long time since I've had Corralejo. Um, while we pop this baby open, this is the Anejo version, okay? Uh, it comes in a red in red glass bottles. I'm sure you've seen these before uh, out, you know, out in the wild. They're they're everywhere. They have the reposado is blue, correct? The reposado is blue. That's the one classic bottle you probably see all over yeah. Mexico. Uh, I had my first Corralejo back when I was uh, took a vacation to Cabo San Lucas. Um, I thought it, you know the bottles were a little bit taller then, if you can believe that. They, they had were, to cut down. You told me they had to cut down the size of the bottle. Yeah, because it wouldn't fit on the on the second tier shelf. <laughs> uh, you know, but that was on purpose. But when when the quality of the Corralejo began to get questionable back in the day, they uh, they had to do something to to you know stay on those shelves, and so they cut down the size of the of the bottle. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pour mine in a Glencairn. So we get the idea of what it looks like. I mean, the colored glasses are cool. They they are classic colored glasses. Everybody likes them. They always have. Oh, that's pretty. Wow. And, you know, we're going to taste and dissect it, and then we'll give you all the stats and stories behind it. Um, that's a pretty color, man. It really is. A little darker than I expected. I mean, it's an Anejo, but it, it, it's got a whiskey coloration to it. Yeah, it does. Uh uh, for those of you um, who are not familiar, this is coming out of the only distillery in Guanajuato, which is one of the five states where tequila can be uh, produced and agave can be grown. Okay, so it is within the denominational origin. It's famous. It's been there forever. Um, well, that's some pretty legs and tears on this, too. Yeah. Uh, some of you may have seen pictures that some people um, have taken past tours uh uh and you may have seen big huge pictures of their of their they're known for these enormous um reposado tanks the big wooden tanks are just enormous full of reposado which is why you probably see a lot of that blue bottle all over all all of the um uh vacation spots and tourists. it's on every shelf in ohio in the mexican restaurants because this is a brand that's available here Oh, yeah. And it's on every shelf. Yeah, it has huge distribution. I mean, you could get it anywhere. Okay, so here we are. Okay, well. Very alcohol forward. Yeah, um, but in the center, I'm starting to get a lot more of the of, of barrel. I'm not. Yeah. It's, I'm, I don't, they never sent us any information except for what's on the neck tag. So we'll, we'll make some assumptions and then we'll read you know the information that we get there it's got a very tannic barrel nose on it i noticed that it was uh um uh a lot of wood and, and almost like a like a musty nose 
Would you go as far as musty or am I going a little too far? And what, what I'm picking up off this barrel is that if it, if it's a used barrel, which I'm assuming it is, yes, it's a lightly used barrel. This this came from something that was not aged in that barrel for a long time because there's still that bright new oak on it that I don't get off of the other anejos we've t we've tasted. Okay. <sighs> yeah, there's a. Uh, uh, that that that's that's got a that barrel turns into a spice if you give that a good deep breath. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's a it's it's a. You're right. It's tannins and maybe some char. Am I getting a little char? Maybe that's what it is. You that I'm probably gonna... are. And like this, you know, we've talked about um, tequila being aged in bourbon barrels. This is a young whiskey, if it is, because that that barrel still has a little bit of its virgin oak in there less than what we get in the other ones all right well i'm not uh, i'm not exactly sure again i'm going to read the what whatever information what little information on the neck tag just right. to just to find out how if they're virgin barrels if they're used barrels i i'm going to assume that these are these are used because that's generally what we ah three see. types of oak barrels french american and encino so they might not be used uh, let's see. Reposado Añejo tequilas are gently aged and especially imported oak barrels. Um, yeah, this, um, also I got the Reposado neck tag on the Añejo. Okay, well, I have, uh, I, I, I have a neck tag, uh, that has, uh, uh, just information on all three. Mine does not expand, minus for the Reposado, but it does say French, American, and Encino, and French oak is not something that they use in bourbon at all. That no. is usually a virgin French oak when they do that. Okay. That's where that is coming from. Well, the, the Corralejo, Reposado, and Añejo tequilas are gently aged and specially imported oak barrels. That's all I'm getting on this neck tag. Okay. So obviously we're getting different information from different neck tags at different um, at different stages of the life of this tequila. Okay. Encino oak. Encino is is home oak, uh, American oak. From it, from Encino, California. No, no, no. I was going to say this this tree Encino, was right next to the Seven Eleven. <laughs> Encino just doesn't translate. You know, it's it just translates to oak. Okay. Or, or home oak, H O L M, which I've seen it as well. Okay. Okay. Well, let's let's you know let's just try this. Let's taste let's it taste. and see if it's worth a damn, huh? There's a lot of retro nasal. I'm getting it at the top of my palate. There's some spice on that. Yeah. It's almost a hot cinnamon spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm very fond of this nose. Are you? That hot cinnamon's coming through on the flavor. Now towards the back. Yeah. 
I don't think I don't think we're, we're I don't think we're re reliving the jalapeno um, from the previous tasting that you and I did. Now, um, I'm I'm getting too much of the barrel on the nose and the flavor. Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna do I'm gonna pour some in my in the palm of my hand now that I've spilled everything else, and I'm gonna diffuse it. Um, Waving my hands around like I just don't care, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, lots of barrel, lots of wood. That that oak it is. It's got to be virgin oak, and I I mean maybe I'm wrong, and maybe they'll correct us, but I, that's got to be virgin oak in that barrel. Yeah, it's not. Um, there's no. I'm not getting any whiskey. I'm not getting any any real bourbon. I'm not even getting any French oak. That's why I think that's a hot cinnamon flavor instead of a baked spice flavor that we typically get because there's no char and age and whiskey in there to bring that into a baked kind of vanilla caramel spice. That is straight up oak coming through, and that tannin is going to impart that cinnamon flavor. So um, so basically, this thing tastes like I, like I just dipped it in a two-by-four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, that's Coralejo, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let me give you all the particulars and give you, give you some stories, some background story, okay? Years and years ago, uh, at its height of its popularity, this bottle was a lot taller, and the blue, the Reposado, was, was prominent all over Mexico. I remember going vacationing in Cabo San Lucas and getting my bottle of Coralejo, and, and it was in Spanish. And, and on the neck tag, it, had, it used to have, that neck tag used to have a... Um, a way for people to do their own tequila tasting so you could you could pull out the flavors and the nuances um as i became more and more uh educated in tequila and, and had a little bit more experience i discovered that that um uh coralejo uh during the previous shortage because right now we're in another shortage but in the previous shortage it was suspected there had always been rumors about coralejo getting uh agave using agave from from outside the denomination of origin, the flavor profiles were very inconsistent. In other words, from, from sip to sip to sip, you would get it too hot. It would be too, um, uh, too watery, um, very much like a mixto, you know, like yeah. a, Ornitos used to be that way. And, and, you know, that was popular back then. Ornitos and Jose Cuervo were, were neck and neck and mixtos, you know, and yeah. that's, that's, that's all we had. So that's where chilling your mixto came because chilling it made it smoother. But but even even chilled, I gotta say I, I've had ornitos and I've had uh, coralejo was really inconsistent. Um, from six the heat to is here. The heat is there on this flavor profile. It's much more of a cinnamon heat than a than an alcohol heat. There's no, but but it is there. Right. Um, it's not a flavor profile that, that I enjoy. I mean, you know. Y- Let's face it, Jim, you've been with us for a while now. You've had some good quality stuff. We've had some shitty stuff, too, let's be honest. We have. You know, um, this is the stuff that's available right now to the public in mass quantities all over, you know, control states um, and states like Texas and California. Yeah, they've been around forever. They have been. They've been around forever, but there's not a whole lot of quality there. And the last thing I'm going to say about, about this brand is that and this is my first try of the añejo. It used to be on Obtanium. You couldn't find it. You couldn't yeah. get it. And it was 
Totally. I see the blue bottle literally everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and and again, they had they they were known for these huge pine vats of uh, that they would rest their their reposado. That's what they were known for. They they were I think one of the one of the favorite brands to to use a reposado because they uh, just because it was a thing to do, and plus uh, at that time, if I'm not mistaken, they used to grow their own agave as well. They probably still do. Um, the, the last thing I'm going to say about this, I'm going to tell you what the gnome is. Um, this is uh, gnome. Where, oh, gnome 1368. It's been there forever. I'm sure you people have seen it in every Mexican restaurant and everywhere else in the world. Uh, it is uh, known uh, from very rep reputable sources to have a diffuser on site. Uh, so what we have here is a really prime example, Jim. Jim didn't know this, by the way. Uh, it's not something... I don't have the tequila underground network of spies and, uh, you know, <laughs> espionage types that you have out there. I, don't, I, I just don't have that. Well, you know, it's not... You will. Uh, it's something that, that we'll be sharing here shortly uh, as we roll out our consumer catador course that, that everybody will eventually be uh, have available to them. Uh, this is the kind of stuff that they are supplying the shelves with, that they're making money hand over fist with. Um, if it's done well, and there are, there are some uh, uh, distilleries uh, with diffusers uh, that, are, that are doing proper barrel management, if it's done well, it's passable. It's okay. Um, you know, it's another, the, the CRT allows it. It is legal. It's just another style of tequila, ladies and gentlemen. But right. if you like biting into a two by four, um, or or maybe sensing something artificial, I'm uh, my hands are getting a little sticky. Not a whole lot, but it could be that there's some glycerin in there as well. But you know, primarily, you and I were were basically. It's like we spilled, uh, you know, we spilled tequila alcohol on a on a on a pine board or something, you know. You know what that smells like. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, there's a lot of the barrel that comes through on this flavor the whole way across the nose, the the flavor profile. It's it's really spicy tannic wood flavor. Um, yeah, it's very one sided. There's not a whole lot of complexity going on with this tequila, um, but the but again, the average person probably doesn't know that it's Corralejo. It's been around forever, but yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know what the price points are on this thing anymore. It used to be way up there in the 70s and 80s per bottle. That's why I never I never bothered with it because it was always out of my price range. Um, and then it was hard to find, you know, for the longest time. And then for a while, you know, during again, during the uh, inconsistencies and in the previous shortage, they even stopped making it for a while. Yeah. And, you know. It had, because it's so far out there, it's it's uh, it's been allowed to be autonomous for a long time, I think. Um, but anyway, you know, we beat this dead horse. Uh, we have another one that they sent us that, that Jim and I cannot do. They, they sent Los Arangos to us, which is also made out of the same distillery. You probably have seen this. this There's position. different colors on these bottles. <laughs> yeah. The, diff the reason we can't do this tasting is because... I don't have his expression. He doesn't have mine. 
So uh, I will I will get back to those folks who supplied us with Los Arango. Um, but I don't I don't think there's anything much more to say, Jim. Oh. I mean, it's fairly one sided. So that's our take on Corralejo. Anejo, if you if you folks have had this before, maybe it's a go-to for you. Great. Tell us how you feel about it. Tell us what you have pulled out about it. Tell us if you've noticed a drop in quality over the years. Um, I think that that's fair to say. Um, let us know in the comments below. You know, subscribe, hit that notification bell, so that way every time we upload a video with Jim on it, you folks will know right away. Uh, that's our take on Corralejo. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That gentleman out there is. Jim Johnston in Youngstown, Ohio. You've been watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. Please subscribe wherever you listen to us on your podcasts. And whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely.